In this video, I'm gonna give you the exact blueprint to not only survive in a recession, but thrive. And we're gonna break it down in four phases. Ready, set, go. Phase one, autopsy. You, my friend, need to go back to the drawing board. A lot has changed. We need to dissect what you've been doing and how you've been spending so we can better understand where you're going and how we can make you bulletproof. With inflation roaring and the recession pretty much inevitable at this point, no one is coming to save you. So it's up to you to adjust your budget accordingly. But for the sake of this video, let's just assume you don't even have a budget and you're like, what do I do? First, you're gonna take out a piece of paper and a pen. Yes, grandma style, but I'm telling you for me and a lot of people, this works the best. Pen and paper, we're gonna write out our income and our expenses. We're gonna write down everything off the top of our heads. We're not gonna look at our bank account. We're just gonna write down everything that we think we are making and think we are spending and really get a good gauge where we think we are. Put all the sorts of income that you have and it's usually pretty straightforward for most people, but with expenses, I would start with fixed expenses. So these are things like your bills and rent and then move on to discretionary costs. So this is things like eating out, shopping, or that kind of stuff. Once you've written down everything you think you make and you think you spend, we're gonna do an audit or an autopsy, which is why it's called autopsy. It's a little bit more, you know, mysterious and um, yeah. Okay. We're going to look at the last month to three months of your bank account to really get a good gauge of how you've been spending and how much money you've been making. The biggest takeaway that usually comes from this is the discrepancy between what you think you're spending and what you're actually spending. When the economy pulls back, it is especially important to be dialed in on these numbers and trying to reduce that sort of difference or that delta between what you think and what is actually reality. This, my friend, is going to deeply inform where you are. Now, once you figured out what you actually make and what you actually spend, you're gonna take a step back and you're gonna look at it and you're gonna get an overall picture of where you stand financially. And this is very important to do before you make drastic changes to actually know where you are so you can set realistic and strong goals that are achievable. Now, I can respect that a lot of people probably cringed when I said you gotta look through your bank account and look through your expenses and you don't wanna do it and it's painful and I know because I went through it myself and I really didn't want to do it so much so that I didn't make a budget for like months, but it is incredibly important that you can level set and understand where you are again to set your goals. And it isn't something that you're going to have to do very often. So I'm telling you this old fashioned approach of pen and paper, looking at my bank account, just getting a really good sense of where you are is incredibly useful and will set you up for success. On initial glance, if you look at your bank account and you see that your savings rate is like 2% or 3%, then maybe set a savings goal of 5%, 10%, 15%. And how we're going to do that and how we're going to get there is in the later stages of this video, but really keep that in the back of your mind that this initial sort of autopsy is to dissect and look at where I'm at to really make that motivation and be like, man, I think I can save a little bit more. I think I can do a little bit better than I'm doing. Now, as I alluded to roughly 15 seconds ago, how are you going to make those goals happen? Well, there's a very simple equation in money. Personal finance is fairly simple and that if you want to save more money, you can either make more money, spend less money, or do both. But let's start with spending less money because that's the most actionable thing you can do after this video. Phase two, dropping the hammer. So now we're going to look at every single expense that we have. We're going to stress test the 
teeth out of it, put it under scrutiny, and figure out if we actually need it. God, that was so aggressive. You're gonna ask yourself, is this a needed expense? Is this something that really is something that I use on the daily? Is it something that I can't live without? Maybe I could try a week or two without it to see if it actually makes a difference in my happiness, and if not, then I might as well just keep it off. That is the case for a lot of the stuff that a lot of people use. For those same expenses, you're gonna ask, if you're not gonna eliminate it, how can you shrink it? How can you make it lower? And you'd be shocked at how much money you can knock off your expenses and knock off your bills with negotiation. I mean, it's crazy. I talk about negotiating a lot. If you follow me on TikTok, Instagram, whatever podcast, y'all been with me for a bit, you know I love a good negotiation. Get on the phone with your phone provider. Get on the phone with your landlord. Get on the phone with, I mean, everybody. Try your best to knock down a few bucks off the bill. So either eliminate the expense or try your best to shrink it and limit it to what makes sense and what's reasonable without, you know, suffering and depriving yourself. Then once you've done those two things and really put your expenses under stress and in a good way, then you're gonna ask yourself, are my expenses in a place where they are the lowest they possibly can be without having a miserable life? And if the answer is yes, then you're done. Well, not done, you're done that part. This is the next part. Oh, one thing that I forgot is to make sure that you're adding a fudge ratio. So this is basically an amount of money that you don't expect or can't plan for, but you know you're going to spend it. So for me, that's about three to 400 bucks a month. That is just random expenses, things that I didn't even anticipate and things that help me plan and forecast more effectively. Because if I think I'm gonna spend a thousand bucks, I assume I'm gonna spend 1300. And if I give myself that margin of error, it doesn't necessarily allow me to spend more. I'm still gonna try to hit a thousand bucks or whatever the target is, but it allows me to forecast my savings and hit my goals more effectively. Now, you're going to take your expenses and automate them, meaning that you're going to set up automatic deductions to systematize how they get paid. And this is going to save up headspace for you. It's going to make your life a lot easier. It's going to improve your credit in a lot of areas. Once you've automated your expenses, it's time to figure out how you're going to monitor them. And if you don't have a software or a monitoring system, I highly, highly recommend bringing in the software here. So we went granny style, we went old style with the paper and pen. And now we're going to put all that hard work into a software like Mint or you need a budget or something that can allow you to track your progress and make sure that you're keeping on target. Once you have dialed in your expenses as much as possible, you're gonna put them in the budgeting software and you're going to set up a weekly, monthly or quarterly cadence. I would say probably monthly or weekly, bi-weekly is pretty good. Set that up, check in bi-weekly and you're pretty much done and you can slowly tweak the numbers over time. Now guys, with all of this, you're going to miss some months. You're going to screw up some months and that's totally totally okay. It's just about trying and having some sort of structure or system there and slowly improving and getting better at it over time. Phase three, get money. Sorry, Apple Cash isn't available here. So you should have went through your income at the beginning of this episode, but now we're going to take a much closer look at it. We're going to relook at the last two to three months of our transactions to really get a strong idea of what kinds of income sources are coming in. And usually, again, a lot of people do have one to two, uh, but you might have some outstanding ones, some side hustles, some things that you maybe didn't account for in the first part of the video. Again, maximizing your wealth part of that equation and arguably the most important is to increase your income. So let's look at some different ways that you can do that. Number one is asking for a raise at work. And I know everybody is asking for a raise right now. Things are a little bit tighter, et cetera. But if you've been performing exceptionally at your role and you think that you deserve a raise and you've been getting shafted <laughs> for the last little bit, then I highly, highly recommend setting up a meeting with your boss, making your case and asking for a certain amount higher than you're currently getting. There's a whole video around doing that process and things like that. But ultimately, all that really matters, guys, is that you just try and do it. And if that is unsuccessful, you may want to consider job hopping while you still can because the job 
job market is slowing down, so you might wanna do something like that sooner than later. If you're happy with your job, you're happy with the pay, et cetera, it might be time to look at a second job or a side gig that you can take on to bring in some extra dollars to offset some of that inflation and to provide further security to you and your family. You can also look into side hustles, specifically online that are different opportunities. I've made videos on different side hustles. Click the little card thing here if you wanna check out some uh, really quick side hustles that you can do from home, things like Uber, uh, Lyft, uh, DoorDash, and, and other sort of gig economy uh, services that you could take up. Remove the ego, who gives a it's money. I mean, there's a guy named Ryan Trahan. He's doing a 30-day challenge. He started with a penny. This guy's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. And he's out here doing these random little challenges. And, and, you know, he's doing this service called WAG, where, you know, you can just walk dogs and make 20 bucks an hour. He's making, like, pretty decent money. I mean, he's just trying to, you know, live. He's not trying to, like, bank. But, like, if you could crush that for a few hours a day, you could make some really significant money on the side. You can also explore side hustles that could turn into a scalable business. So these are things like creating content. Uh, it's something that I do for a living. Other areas such as consulting, if you're in a professional uh, service area or somewhere where you can do a little side gig and, and provide some expertise, that could be a fantastic way to bring in more money. But again, these are things just to prop up, make more money, you know, job hopping, side hustles, things like that, that are going to help you weather the storm and actually potentially come out more strong. Phase four exponential growth slash war chest. So we have decreased our expenses to the optimal level. We have maximized our income. We got a little side gig uh, or we got a raise or we got a new job. Our money's looking pretty tight. We've got this nice new delta that's emerged. How do we grow it? Well, firstly, this isn't a one size fits all answer. And a lot of people have a different goal. So I would say basically revisit the initial goals that you have. If you want to increase your savings rate, if you want to increase your investments and things like that, revisit that. And now we are going to come to some concrete SMART goals. SMART standing for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound. Damn it, what is it? Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound goals around your investment. You might want to save money for a down payment. You might want to get going and take advantage of the sale that's currently going on in the stock market. It is time to put some goals on that paper, wherever the hell, and make sure that you implement that into your system. And that is how we're going to take that difference between your income and your expenses, and we're going to grow the living out of it. For me, when I first started managing my money, it was saving more of my income. Let me just spend less. Next was, you know, let me max out my TFSA. Let me try to put more money in a high interest savings account for a down payment that I was saving for at the time. So I made specific goals. I mean, they were more specific than just that. But essentially, I made some strong goals and oriented my entire system around that. And even when things were a little bit, you know, uncertain in my personal life, if I was going through a personal recession or something like that, I really tried to stick to those goals through thick and thin. And I really did find success with that. And so regardless of what the macro environment and people are saying on CNBC about the recession, the impending doom and all that kind of stuff, these are absolutely things that you can control. So really try to think of some different goals. If you want to start investing more, check out some of the videos that are here. Uh, really give those a look. I would really love for you guys to give me some input on that. But really, it's maximizing income, decreasing your expenses, maximizing your investments. I think I've said maximize too many times. All it is is progressive improvements over time. And I think if you just do everything in 
this video, you are going to be very successful and I think you're going to be okay with the recession. You're gonna be okay with inflation. You're going to weather it, it sucks, I know. But if you just do what we talked about in this video, autopsy, dropping the hammer, getting money, exponential growth, war chesting, whatever, you are going to thrive, my friends. So thank you so much. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell for the next video. Really come back to this video if you need any reference or anything like that. I appreciate y'all, but I'm out this mother peace.